Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. So we are starting the season for nonviolence. And I prefer to think of that as the season for peaceful and compassionate action so that we're focusing on what we do want rather than what we don't want. Uh, however, this season has been going on for 20 years now, and it's bookended by the anniversaries of Martin Luther King Jr. and Mahatma Gandhi, and it's, it's a time of intensified focus on what can we do to be more peaceful, to create a more just world. And so today I want to talk about social activism. And this is something that I find it um, a challenging topic for somebody in a spiritual community. Because it, you've probably all heard of or perhaps been part of churches that, that say, this is what you have to believe. And then if you don't believe that, you don't feel like you belong there. And it's, it's not up to us to say what you have to believe, even about spiritual matters. We share what unity teaches, and you decide if it applies to you and if it fits. But in terms of politics, we have people in this community, people that we love, of all different political opinions. And what you believe politically is not what determines your spiritual value. And so I don't want to get up here and say, okay, everybody's got to do this spiritual action to be okay. Uh-uh. This is a very personal, personal decision. But I think the, the more pertinent question is, do we have to do something? Is it spiritual to take action? <clears throat> Is it spiritual not to take action? And it's not, <clears throat> it's not an easy question to answer. I, I don't have an easy answer to it. And yet I know that I was reading a book that actually I didn't think had anything to do with this topic. It was just an interesting book to me. And I read in there about how in the 30s in Germany, there was um, a resurgence of interest in Eastern spiritual practices and spirituality in general. And so the people of Germany were really into this stuff, but it didn't translate into doing something about what happened with the Nazis and the Jews. So we have to look at, is our spirituality just for us? Or is there, is there a command inherent in it that it says, we have to look out for others? And I think that's what's true. If you look at the major religions, Judaism, built into Judaism is make this world a better place. Built into Christianity is take care of your brothers and sisters. 
You find me, the Christ energy, in serving others. In Islam, part of their religion says you have to take care of the poor. You have to tithe money to take care of the poor. It's built into all the religions. And so it must be that there's something there of truth. That it's not okay to just have a private relationship with the divine. We have to have that. If we don't have that, we have nothing to talk about. That's, that's our starting point, but it's not our ending point. Now, what does the action look like if we are so, going to be social activists? What does that look like? Well, we're not going to agree on that. And that's okay. It isn't about what we do. It's about that we do. That we say, I am supposed to be making a difference here. I can't just say, oh, I'm not into that stuff, and turn the other way. We have to pay attention to our world, because our world is the macrocosm of our consciousness. So I believe that we have to start with changing our consciousness because we can't start out there and expect it to be different. But we can't stop with changing our consciousness. We have to take action. We have to be the change that we want to see. If we want a kinder world, we better be looking at ways to be kinder. We do not agree on who is best suited to lead our country or what laws should be passed or actions to be taken. We don't agree, and that's okay. But we do agree on certain things. We agree that kindness matters. There's, there's nobody who's going to stand up and say, no, I'm, I'm really not for kindness. No, that's ridiculous. We're, we're all for kindness. You know, we might be kinder on some days than others, but, but we believe in the importance of kindness. We believe in the importance of dignity for one and all and equality. We all believe that. We all believe that. And so... To be a spiritual activist means starting out with those principles and saying, how can I embody that more? What actions can I take that will make the world a kinder, more equal, dignified place? What is going on in the world that is hurting my heart right now and what can I do about that but we also have to look at with the things that are hurting our hearts and we have to go back to that relationship with the divine we have to make it right in there and not just say oh look at it out there it's wrong 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 we have to be able to say where is that happening in me 
Because if it weren't happening in me somewhere, I couldn't even see it out there. So we have to, we have to explore that. We have to pray for that because it isn't easy to know those answers. It's our blind side. If we see a lack of kindness, it isn't easy to see where we're being unkind. We might be aware of it here and there, but often not. Often not. It's something we don't even realize we're doing. I remember one time, it was so humiliating when I realized it. I was, a um, long, long time ago, I was saying something to this friend of mine, and it was, it was something where I was making a generalization, a stereotype about Chinese people living, I lived in Houston at the time, and I was saying, oh yeah, you know about those Chinese, they always um, dress this way. I mean, it was, it was such a prejudiced thing to say, and I didn't even realize it. And then I realized, who am I talking to? This woman is Chinese. And she said something uh, mild about it, and I was, I mean, I just wanted to melt and disappear into the earth. I was so embarrassed by my own action. But I didn't set out to be unkind. I just was unconscious. I was buying into ideas that are out there, things that people say. And it probably isn't the last time that I did something like that. It just is, it was such a stunning example that I've never forgotten it. I'd like to think it was the last time, but, but because it's things that we're blind to, we don't know. And that's one of the values of community, because when we, when we band together, somebody can gently tell us the things that we're not seeing. And we have more of an opportunity to unfold and be the kindness in the world. As we look at things that are happening in our, in our country that we don't like, we have the opportunity to take action and do something about it. But if we come from a perspective of it's all wrong and it's broken, we're going to get overwhelmed, do this and this and this and, and feel like it's ineffective, because it is. And we will make the problem worse because all we'll do is be mad. Mad and sad. Does the world need more mad and sad? No, it doesn't. So I think what we need to do is look at the stuff that's going on and start with wisdom. Start with that relationship with the divine and ask, what is mine to do here? I, I received an email from somebody who has started this new website for prayer. It doesn't cost anything. And you sign up on there, and there's this whole list of issues. And you just say, I'm going to be praying for this. And I looked at it, and I got overwhelmed because all of those things are important. And, and I didn't know, well, which one should I pick? 
And, and even if I picked one, I was asking myself, am I really committed? Do I care enough about that particular issue that I'm going to pray about that every single day? And I didn't know. And I, I still have it open on one of those tabs on my computer because I feel like I need to, I need to in, engage in that, but I didn't know the answer at that point because there's so much to where I could get involved and I know if I try to do everything, I won't do anything. I read something where someone was suggesting take one area where you want to lead. Something that matters to you enough that you want to take the lead with some action, whatever that would be. And take one area where you're willing to follow and just you know, do the things that somebody else is suggesting. And then take, create one habit, something that you're going to do every day. Maybe you're going to call your congressman every day and weigh in with your two cents. I don't know. Something, something that is something that you feel is yours to do. Because we have to pay attention to our world. Our world has become so complex that it's crazy to think that anybody could lead this world by themselves. Everybody is doing the best we know how. We've all got different ideas. But we all have to be spiritually and communally engaged. We have to ask that question and answer it for ourselves. How will we serve in this world? And see what we come up with. We can't just turn a blind eye and say, oh, I'm going to do yoga. You know, do yoga, but don't stop there. Ask yourself, how can I serve? And see what answer your wisdom presents to you. Because we can make a difference. We get so caught up in thinking about the things that aren't working, and it can be really, really depressing and overwhelming. And yet, so much is working. Have you ever heard the quote, the moral arc of the universe is long, but it's bent toward justice? I forget who said that, but <clears throat> I read this thing recently um, that I really liked, and it says, the arc of the moral universe is long and it bends toward access. Twelve years ago, a cumin made a modest investment in Water Health International, a startup that builds water purification hubs in small villages in India. Today and every single day, seven million people have clean water as a result. It bends toward dignity. Sixty years ago, it was still against the law for blacks and whites to marry in this country. Five years ago, it was against the law for gays. Catherine Hoke's team at Defy brings hope and high expectation to the incarcerated and those recently released. As a result, the rate of recidivism falls more dramatically than anyone expects. It bends toward healing. 
It bends toward community. Jim Zielkowski could have stayed in a secure job at General Electric, but instead he went to Malawi and then Chicago and then to high schools in towns like yours. His work at Build On has transformed tens of thousands of students, executives, and communities. And it goes on. There are more examples. Things are happening in our world. We are making a better world. We focus in the news on what is wrong. But we are making a difference. We, the we that means individuals all across the universe, making choices, banding together. We can make a difference. So for each of us, we have to ask that question, how will I serve? How will I take what I believe and bless the world with it. It's an important question that we all come up with our own answer for. Martin Luther King, Mahatma Gandhi, they changed the world. And we can too. Our world is becoming better every day. One of the things we know as spiritual people is that what we focus on grows. And so one of the things, one of the very most important things we can do as spiritual activists is to focus on the good that is there. Like Lynn was talking about the gratitude starting that out. We have to be gratitude warriors really seeing goodness everywhere and knowing that that will expand and then doing the additional part that is ours to do. And if we do that, one day we will look back and say, this world is a better place because I was in it. I did make a difference.